a runner, a coach for the past 25 years, and I would take nothing less but balance of nature. As an athlete, if you don't eat right, your body can't heal, it can't recover. As a coach, I always recommend balance of nature. You feel better, race better, you recover better. It's researched, it's scientifically based. We know we should be doing it, and balance of nature makes it easy. Jumpstart your journey to better health for the new year and get $25 off plus a free fiber and spice when you use discount code KATE. The process Balance of Nature uses to turn whole fruits and vegetables into a powder preserves its natural color, smell, taste, and chemistry, making it unnecessary to add fortifiers or synthetic isolates of any kind. This is the biggest difference that separates Balance of Nature from any other supplement on the market. Make the switch from synthetic vitamins to whole fruits and vegetables. Jumpstart your journey to better health for the new year and get $25 off plus a free fiber and spice when you use discount code KATE. We tried to be a normal. Hey, everybody, it's Kate. Listen, I've got the silver rounds. The replica coins uh, are replicated from the first coin ever made in America. Uh, It has the Kate Daly Show insignia on it. Be faithful, be fearless. These wonderful silver rounds, which are real silver, I get asked that a lot, real silver, are available at the studio. Uh, So if you're local to me or coming through town, Canyon Media Studios, all you need to do is Google that. Canyon Media Studios, and you can come by and get one with cash or a check. That's fine. And also you can order online. Please do this. We are hearing that we might get some digital currency implemented on us starting in May. You must have currencies at your disposal. And you know, I think that silver will only go up. That's my personal opinion. But talking to experts, they feel the same way too. This is a great way to showcase uh, your love for truth and media. Keep us on the air and also put some silver back in your pocket for you and your loved ones. Please come by and get some of these replica coins, these silver rounds, or order online at katedallyradio.com at the top of the page. And thank you from the bottom of my heart in helping save truth in radio. Thank you. Talk show once. Worst two minutes of our lives. The Kate Daly Show starts now. What's going on with these 20 right now is they are facing intense pressure. Uh, be Keep them in your prayers. So I make no doubt, make no mistake, there are incredible threats being levied at them. One, they might be removed from committees. Other ones that it's going to ruin their personal life. They might be going after their family members in their workplace. Uh, this is a very serious task that they're undertaking, and it should not be taken lightly. But what's going on behind the scenes right now, Steve, is there's a rules package trying to be hammered out. And if they get one in writing, I believe that uh, Kevin McCarthy will be able to get to 218. But I'm telling you, we know that Kevin McCarthy worked in secret to oust a lot of Republicans and conservatives from Congress who were running in the 2022 cycle, which is why we have such a narrow majority. Hi there. Welcome. Kate Daly Show last hour. On, we're live on a Tuesday, January 10th. And uh, uh, I've got Dr. Duke Pesta with me. Milty's out um, and uh, for the day. And Dr. Duke Pesta uh, joins me on the show today. And we have so much to talk about. Hi, Duke. How are you? Uh, Kate, good, good, good to see you. Happy New Year! It's I know like you forever. too. It has. Like, <laughs> it's been like three weeks. This is insane. I've been going uh, through withdrawal. I know, I know. It's. I always miss you too. Uh, if it goes this long, and when stuff happens on a Monday, you know, you're on. You're always on Mondays. So we put you on Tuesday today, and I'm so grateful for you joining me because I played Madison Cawthorn, former representative. Um, his thoughts and and about Kevin McCarthy blackmailing, threatening all of these things, the concessions. Now, 
in the past, and you go clear back to the founders, there were always heated debates over what was going to be included in the Constitution, what wasn't. And those debates are those debate those debates about what needs to be fought for and what doesn't and everything else. That's okay. Debates are good. But I think there's something in this McCarthy deal, um, getting McCarthy as Speaker of the House with a 60% score, by the way, not a constitutionalist at all, just a rhino, just another Mitt Romney, and um, and getting this guy in that I want to address with you, because this is this is to the point now where uh, he had to, he had to make these concessions for liberty. And you're thinking, why didn't he come up with these himself? Because he never would have. So let's talk about McCarthy becoming speaker. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about. Yeah. I mean, th- let's just start from the premise of entitlement. Mm-hmm. The one thing the founding fathers of this country did not want is an entitled federal or state government. I mean, let's be very clear about this. In putting the people, we the people, in charge of government, not government in charge of of itself, Mm -hmm. they were really fighting that notion, right? Right. I mean, they offered George Washington a crown, for God's sake, (laughs) and he turned it down in the name of we the people. So whenever you see entitlement from politicians, uh, whether that's the entitlement to uh, lifelong employment as a government agent, uh, a politician, or anything else, or what we saw from McCarthy, right? The sense of it that it was already my job. He moved into the speaker's office before there was a vote. I tell you, if I were in Congress, I would have voted him against it, voted against him just on that entitlement alone. Mm-hmm. That's what Nancy Pelosi does. Look, if there is ever a party a party of entitlement, it's the Democrats, right? Mm-hmm. We know that, um, and I want to make stipulate this before we have this conversation, uh, everything we see that's wrong with Republicans is almost always 10 times worse, with de- worse, with worse in Democrats. Yes. However, we are not going to get anything like a oppositional party to the Democrats until we shake the Republican Party until it realizes that emulating and following in the wake of bad Democrat policies isn't going to make you what you say you are. So we've mm-hmm. got, I, I think, you know, the talk about a third party, it's always been so difficult because it's going to take 30 years before an alternative party can, can actually win enough support to win an election. Do we have 30 years left as a constitutional republic as things stands? I don't think we do. Mm. So I get it to all you listeners out there who, who, whose mantra is as bad as they are, they're not as worth, not as bad as the Democrats. That's not good enough anymore. No. I, I mentioned this, Kate, to you before we started. Mm-hmm. If you covered up the names of all of your Republican representatives in the Congress and in the Senate, and you looked down their voting record, not knowing who was who, I think you would absolutely think that probably 80% of our so-called Republicans, you'd have thought they were Democrats based on how they voted. Yep. You, hit, hit them with the number you hit me with. What is McCarthy's 60%, voting rate? 60%. Only 60%. Yep. He votes conservative, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. 60, so, so it's stunning. I mean, yeah. there are some de- moderate Democrats who equal that. Yes. And so uh, it, when, when, when this guy is going to be the speaker of the house, are you kidding me? And right. so for me, it's the entitlement. And I think there's a lot. 
I, I make this point every four years. It seems to me that Republicans really, really like best to be the minority party. Mm-hmm. They'd love to be able to control one house of government, but they don't want all three. When the mm-hmm. when the Democrats own all three, look at how radically left they go. Right. In those rare instances where Republicans control the House, the Senate, and the Congress, not, almost nothing gets done. Very little gets done. They don't restore anything. They no. don't reverse anything. Look nope. at Obamacare. We still have that. I mean, we the, the wall didn't get built. Nothing happened when we had the House, the Senate, and the Congress. You hit on a brilliant point. When the left takes over, they move the goalpost fast mm-hmm. and long. Right. When the Republicans take over, they they take the new normal. Okay, this is where I inherit government. Right. Ten times more liberal than it was four years ago, but this is the new starting point. You never go back. You never roll up your sleeves and take a shovel and get rid of that. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, whatever the demerits of Donald Trump were, he did try to do that. He, he did from day one try to veto, try to get rid of things. And it's stunning how many in the Republican Party fought him on that. Right. You're right. You're absolutely right. And here's here's the deal. And I hate saying this. Um, The conservative talk show hosts in the country, they like people to be embroiled in the fight of Democrats versus Republicans, tribe against tribe, party against party. They like it. They do not want to put pressure on personal responsibility for each one of us, because when you take the power out of putting the putting all your hopes and dreams and wishes upon a party, then it becomes about us, the people. But you don't hear a lot of conservative talk shows really talking about the people as the answer. They talk about the party as the answer. And so they might say, oh, that guy's not as good as that guy. But but the answer is still in the party. And that's a problem across our, our nation. It is. And, and it's a great point. And let let me expand upon that. We constantly point out that the Democrats, right? They do. They take mm-hmm. complete. They they are completely taking for granted the minority vote. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, when you look at what they've done for minorities over the last forty years and how much worse things have gotten economically for some of them, you wonder why they keep voting for them. Right. We 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 laugh about that as conservatives, but I would suggest to you that the Republican Party is takes completely takes to, for granted the overwhelming part of the party that is conservative. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean uh, they do right. the same thing to us that the, the Democrats do to minorities. After 40 years, 50 years of voting Republican as a conservative who is a Christian who believes in the constitution, at, uh, common sense fiscal policy. What have they done, the Republicans, to continue to to earn your vote? Right. Right. I mean, if you can look over to the Democrats and get angry and frustrated that nine out of ten blacks vote for, votes for those idiots, even mm-hmm. though they they pr- produce really nothing that benefits the community, then you look at ourselves in the mirror. Isn't that we the situation we find ourselves in? Yeah. And you're right. The talk show hosts and Fox News, it's all lecturing about the party. Well, when we've given the power reins of power to our party, they're the immediate first thing they do is immediately try to get rid of the Freedom Caucus, try to get yep. rid of those of us who really do believe conservative values matter. Um, mm-hmm. And so the entitlement of McCarthy, if I were a congressperson, uh, I wouldn't I would have gone to the wall trying to not let him do it, because the minute you think it's yours, that you owed it, like he said, I've oh, I've been I've earned this. Mm-hmm. You have earned nothing, sir. 
Yeah. Uh, and so you see a lot of that in the Republican Party. And I must say, one of the other nice things about Trump's uh, Trump's uh, four year term mm-hmm. is that he exposed this kind of thinking in the party. Mm-hmm. I mean, here you got a situation where you got Donald Trump, who is a social. Let's face it. He's a social liberal. Uh, he is not a conservative. Uh, his whole life was spent in engaged in and being supported by Democrat politicians. His conversion to the Republican Party uh, was not a ideological commitment as much as it was a Trump star turn. And he and I'll I'll give him credit. I mean, he did enforce certain conservative values like the border, for instance, which we can't trust the rest of the Republicans to stand up for. Yeah. So one of the nice things about Trump was not that he foiled and annoyed the left. We knew that was going to anybody with an R by his name is going to do that. Mm hmm. But what was so wonderful about it is I think it showed people the great divide within the Republican Party. How many – and if you've got listeners out there, Kate, please have them call in. Yeah. How many of you – I would love to know, America – how many of you vote for Republicans while you're holding your nose? How many of you are thrilled about the party or how many of you mm-hmm. just vote for them because they're the least of two bad options? Ooh. I think uh, from the get-go, they wanted McCarthy in there because he would do the bidding of those that actually run the country in the think tanks. I think they wanted to play this out in theater to make it look like we got something for having to deal and put up with McCarthy. Why was McCarthy's name even put out there? Why was he the front runner? Why was he the guy? They wanted him to be the guy, but they knew that the Republican Party on on its face would, would identify the fact that he's a a Mitt Romney scumbag. So what they did was they made it look more palatable. I think the theater is even bigger than we suspect. And I think that the theater here is making it palatable enough to accept because we think we got some sort of thing that that we wanted to hear. And I don't think that he's going to do any of those concessions. I don't think he's going to stand for any of those. He was he was not only um, not for them, he was fighting against them. So I don't think that he's going to do anything. But they certainly always get the man they want at the helm. And that's our biggest problem is identifying that. Yeah. I mean, look at the speakers of the House on the mm-hmm. Republican side. Yeah. You're talking about John Boehner. Really? Oh, You're geez. talking about Paul yeah. Ryan? Yeah. These are not party guys. No. These are not guys. These, these are, sw- I hate to use the word, it's so cliche now, but they're swamp creatures. Yes. They they are beholden to globalist interests. They're not, they don't have the United States mm-hmm. at, at, the, at the center of what they care about. The Constitution, right. for them as for Democrats, is yeah. just, it's just a, a, a something you pay lip service to. I completely agree with you on this. And I wished a talk show host would be better if they could identify the very thing we're talking about and say, that we are are kind of um, played to and um, they like it when we're involved in tribes because then it becomes about winning instead of what'd you win, Bob? You know, it, we, it becomes about winning instead of what, we're, what what's actually going on. And that is we do not get the return of liberty that's been taken. But we have to go to a break and the phones are lighting up for sure. We'll take <laughs> those calls as soon as we get back. We'll take your calls. I promise when we get back with Dr. Duke Pesta, I want you guys to weigh in on this. It's a heavy subject because it really causes a lot of introspection. And what are we really about? What do we really want? And what do we believe? Be right back. Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. Be right back with Dr. Duke. Thanks for listening. 
Hi, everybody. This is Kate. Hey, go to preparewithkate.com. Right now, you can get some food storage in your home, and you can get such a savings on it. You can get a three-month supply with $150 off, or you can get a four-day supply uh, for $297. There's some great deals right now, and the best part is you can actually pay over time, but get it in your house right now. So I'm I'm really letting you guys know, preparewithkate.com. It puts you right into Patriot Supply. They're a fantastic company with fantastic products products. And I urge you to go ahead and get some food now as prices are going to be doubling and scarcity is going to be happening. So please get some food under your roof. Prepare with Kate.com. Thanks guys. Hey guys, Kate here. Hey, I just wanted to make sure that you realize the Pure Body Spray, the Zeolite Spray, there's an ad for that on the bottom of my homepage. You guys might want to grab that. In fact, I'm seeing a lot of really great results from it. This is the one my daughters turned me on to and they give it to their kids. But also for older people as well, um, because of the metals in our body, the things that are uh, so toxic, they think this is what's causing all the Alzheimer's and dementia to happen. And so if that's the case, this Pure Body Spray, all you do do a spray it in your mouth, tastes like water, you don't even taste anything, and a couple times a day, and it adheres to the metals and the toxins in your body and takes them out. And so this is an important spray with everything going on, all of the things showering down on our heads and everything else. This is something that you're going to want in your arsenal. So I highly, highly recommend this uh, Pure Body Zeolite spray, okay? Uh, make sure and go to the link on the bottom of my homepage. You'll feel better, less brain fog, all kinds of different things that you'll see from getting those toxins out of your body, your liver, everything else. Zeolite spray is amazing, and this is the purest form on the market. So make sure. I'd like to share my experience with uh, hyperbaric oxygen therapy. Uh, on April 2nd, um, I was introduced to Inside Out Hyperbaric by someone in the medical field. I've got neuropathy, diabetes high blood pressure, as well as a few other health problems. And on April 2nd, I went into that doctor. Uh, he tested my blood pressure. It was 178 over 92, and my heart rate was 92. April 8th in the afternoon, I went back to my doctor that afternoon, and he tested my blood pressure again. And on that day, it read 129 over 62, and my heart rate was 71. So being so impressed with what had happened in just three treatments with these uh, hyperbaric oxygen treatments. Check us out on the web at InsideOutHyperbarics.com. Inside Out Hyperbarics, bringing out the best in you. Get it. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited-time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code, and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slipper slides and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Land that 
I love Stand beside her And guide her Through the night With light from above You know, nowhere in that song, God Bless America, did I ever hear it's all about the party and the parties will save us and the parties will do right by us. <laughs> Not once in that song does it ever say that. Uh, We're far too tribal and uh, far too dense, I think, at this point. To I'm a pattern recognitionist, and I'm telling you, the patterns are all there. They happen over and over again, and we are way too suckered into the party fight. With that being said, I've got Dr. Duke Pesta. We're live today. Uh, It's January the 10th, and... I also wanted to mention Inside Out Hyperbarics. This is a great way to restore your health. For just over $200 a month, you can have a machine in your home. You can use that machine as often as you need to or would like to. You can share that with friends and family. And by the way, it's a lot cheaper than what socialized medicine has going on for us now. And by the way, both parties... Both parties have given us socialized medicine and no one stopped it. I just wanted to mention that um, because when I talk about Inside Hyperbarics, InsideOutHyperbarics.com, that's a great way to go about restoring your health and doing it without socialized medicine and doing it in a healthier way. And it also has so many benefits and works to your advantage in so many ways. Please, by all means, please, by all means, go to InsideOutHyperbarics.com. And ask them questions about getting a machine in your home right away. Okay? Just just a little over 200 bucks a month. How amazing that is. In fact, um, I have a caller on hold. But there was a point that we were going to make before I took a caller. Uh, before I take a caller. Uh, Dr. Duke Pesta? Yeah, I just wanted to say before we start getting the callers in that the mainstream media, the Democrats, and even many Republicans just tisked, tisked all this infighting from the Republican Party. I think... That infighting is good. I mentioned this, right? Mm-hmm. It's good. It's healthy. Yeah, yeah. The problem with Democrats is, is like you said, Kate, they never leave the reservation. They never question themselves mm-hmm. when they make uh, huge blunders, when they screw things up, they just circle the wagons mm-hmm. and blame Republicans. So the fact that 20 Republicans dared to stand up to this entitlement is a good thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, and look, it seems to me that the American people are safest when government is stalemated, when you have gridlock, when nobody can do anything. And so the Democrats, when they have power, they move the the ball far left. When Mm -hmm. Republicans have power, they don't do much of anything. So gridlock is your friend. Um, And so to me, uh, this was a beautiful spectacle, not a debacle. And the only problem with what happened is that the entitled guy got his way. Yeah, yeah. And yes, very much so. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Whoops. Turn your radio down. Turn your radio. Whoop. Turn your radio down. Oh, we're getting a lot of feedback. Turn your radio down, please, sir. There we go. Okay, there we go. Um, I've been, I'm 78. I've been a lifelong Republican. Really got disenchanted with them when uh, Bush the Younger didn't do a damn thing about the uh, border when mm-hmm. he was in. Yep. And, uh, like I said, I uh, I only vote Republican because it's the lesser of the evils, and I'm not so sure about that. Mm. But I would have voted, and I did vote a third party. But it, it's almost you know you had uh, people that 
I can't think of his name right off my, off mm-hmm. my head, but the first one backed out, the millionaire. Right. We're getting we're getting some feedback on the line, but I so appreciate what you just said. Thank you for that. 888-673-1450. And he was talking he's 78 years old and he votes Republican because it's the lesser of two evils. And um, he has even voted now third party. What are your thoughts on that? Duke well, Pesta? I mean, I understand completely. And I did, too. I mean, mm-hmm. because as much as I was tempted to vote um, anybody else or just write in somebody's name, I realized that. When we're not just dealing with the Democrats, we're dealing with the thumb on the scale. There's no doubt that the bulk of what would be considered voter influencing, if not cheating, Mm -hmm. is a Democrat party in this country problem. And so, you know, um, even without cheating, Mm -hmm. the Republicans have a very difficult road to power. So I I held my nose and voted. Uh, But again, just remember what you're voting for. You're not voting for the the big fat uh, demon in the corner. You're voting for the slightly smaller one, slightly thinner, right? I mean, you're still getting the same devil, right? It's just Mm -hmm. the devil who's not nearly as smart as the other (laughs) devil. (laughs) So true. You know, one of the biggest issues we have in elected representation is the two parties being businesses, the big machines, picking and choosing its candidates, well-funding its candidates, making their making their position or post in elected office be all about the re-election campaign if they go along with whatever they're told to do party-wise. The left has their tribe, and that's really all they've got. They've got the, you will be part of this tribe, and you will not question it, and we will never talk about what we're devoted to. It's just be the tribe. On the right, you have, a, you have more um, definitions of what being on the right means because you have more people openly questioning their own party. You don't see that on the left as much. You see more of just the tribe, just the tribe, just the shell of a tribe. But the tribes, if the tribes didn't exist and we were able to vote conscience, which we should be doing anyway, okay, voting conscience. But if we took the power away from the tribes, and this is why we expose the tribal aspect of this, if we took the power away from these big machines, these big machines that that move the goalpost only in one direction behind the scenes um, and placate to a couple of little differences, but it never amounts to much, it's just the, the same, the same um, goalpost on the other side, okay, in, in D.C., if we took the power away, we as a people might be able to save the country. But but until that happens, we can't because the two parties have their hold on candidate one versus candidate two and then making it look like a battle, even though they're pretty much for all the same things. Yeah, I agree. And I love that you mentioned about big corporations because the Chamber of Commerce uh, is 100 percent the so-called representative of the businesses mm-hmm. is 100 percent open borders. Now, this is funny because the National Chamber, which has incredible clout with the Republican Party, may as well be the Democrats. Meanwhile, when I actually have given talk at local chapters mm-hmm. of of that organization state and citywide those people are much more conservative so there's a disconnect between the the right. rank and file chamber of commerce piece or who, people who want to see prosperity and the w- w- they're almost like a teachers union the the federal 
iteration right. of right. the Chamber of Commerce. I may as well be Democrats. And so the thing that gets me when I, I mentioned that the, Repu- the Democrats were just like the Republicans, but smarter, I don't mean smart in terms of IQ. I mean, politically savvy. Mm-hmm. You look at the Republicans, right? They haven't figured it out yet. Right now, the, they're still being branded the party of big economics, the, the party of big conglomerate uh, corporations, right. when in reality, all the money from the real serious money-making companies in this country are going to Democrats. So, <laughs> so the true. Democrats are now the party mm-hmm. of big business, but the Republicans keep getting branded with it, and mm-hmm. they don't even know how to pretend to fight that label. Right. So, so right. The, the, all the money goes to the Democrats, all the blame goes to the Republicans, and the Republicans sit there scratching their head, not knowing what to do. Interesting. Okay. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. You're on with Dr. Duke Pesta and myself. Go ahead. Well, hi, guys. Hi there. Um, so I just wanted to kind of entertain the question that Dr. Pesta posed earlier. So I think probably up until 2020, um, there were several times, more than a couple, that, you know, you plug your nose and you just say, okay. But after 2020, I started looking at libertarian candidates. I started looking mm-hmm. at constitutional candidates. Right. And a lot of times, you know, and I think a lot of people who listen to your show are probably more active but, you know, going to these different uh, local caucus meetings and challenging the candidates that are coming through the ranks mm-hmm. and saying, you know, what's going to be different? Right. Because just like Dr. Pesto was just saying, um, at the local level, you can affect more change because once they get up past, you know, into the federal level, that union mentality of I'm going to put my nose to the grindstone, I'm going to do my time. And then just like McCarthy, now I deserve it. Right. That's, that's where we get into trouble. And so we've got an opportunity at a local level mm-hmm. if the populace is educated enough to ask the right questions and we and and, you know, make sure that they're vetting the people that are local. Oh, amazing. Thank you. Appreciate that. Dr. Pesta. I think it's very well said. I think that the, whatever salvation remains mm-hmm. is not in the constitutional republic anymore. Right. I think that con, con, look, I I hate to be cynical. I teach kids, college kids. I'm a college professor. I teach mm-hmm. kids every day. They are so woefully unaware of American history. They are so completely incapable of understanding uh, what the history and how hard it was to build this country. The, the, the younger generations mm-hmm. that are now taking serious uh, control of the culture, they're not going back. Nothing's going to change them. All right. Let's but see. I do mm-hmm. think, based on what the young woman said, mm-hmm. is that, yes, the the states, there's a lot of power in the states. to Look at what DeSantis is trying to do and being largely successful right. in Florida. Hold on, caller. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, we need more of that. We need more people to be thinking locally. Control your, mm-hmm. your township, which then will help you control your yep. city, which will then help you control your state. You're still going to have big problems at the state level, but the, the more personal politics are, the more you can change your immediate circumstances. That's so true. And there's just over 3,000 counties, and those 3,000 counties add up. So uh, let's take a caller. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yeah, so um, the only, you know, the overriding issue here, and I I appreciate both your opinions, but Mm -hmm. the overriding issue that I have is it's really kind of a moot point to talk about vote for this party, vote for that party, vote for the conservatives, when we already know the whole voting process is is compromised. It's, It's a moot discussion until you can get integrity back. What's the point? Who cares who's running? 
They're going to put in whoever they want. Yeah. Amen. Thank you. Yeah, and I did. Yep. I did Amen. momentarily. Mm-hmm. Just a little boy. Uh, just a little moment ago, mentioned that it's not an. E- it's already not an, a fair fight. It's not an even yeah. election. And I think he's right. I think you know the. Um, mm-hmm. It does the. Th- th- that's the question that we asked at the beginning of the show. Do we do we just because it's a farce? Not only are the Republicans when you put them in there less, much lesser, less than ever before, willing to do what we need them to do. Right. But the whole thing is a scam. I mean, mm-hmm. the whole thing seems to be a scam. It's a farce, as the gentleman right. pointed out. Well, so that means then, like mm-hmm. you said, if you if you do nothing, I would certainly hope that the the. The way when you pull away from the federal elections, I would hope we would rather than do nothing, try to redouble our efforts at the local and state level to try to have some Mm -hmm. kind of control. Because, again, and this is part of the bully tactics of the left and part of the regime of illegitimate elections is to demoralize everybody else and to not bothering. And so when we say things like. You know, and I understand Mm -hmm. it that I'm not even going to bother voting anymore because what does it matter? Uh, That to the left is as good as a stolen vote, right? Right. As as manufacturing a fake vote, getting an actual conservative not to vote Mm -hmm. is success for them. And that's the problem. So what they just did with the Brunson case, they made sure they reached out to the Brunsons because the Brunsons were citizens suing government for violating their oath. Their oath talking about election fraud. Okay, their oath in not conducting. Conducting an investigation on election fraud. It was never about reinstating Trump. That's, those are the headlines now. That wasn't in the case. The case was about violating their oath because they refused to do an investigation after 100 witnesses. What the Supreme Court came back and what people are saying in government is they, they've dialed it down to partisan issues rather than reflecting on the fact that a citizen is bringing these people to suit, 388 members of the Senate and the Congress and the presidency to suit because of violation of oath, okay? So what they did was they basically turned it down, hurried up, got it in, turned it down, and and declined it on the very notion that it was just about parties going after each other. That was not the case. It was a citizen suing. And when I come back, I'll explain just a little bit more on that, but I want to get Duke's uh, thoughts on this too. Be right back, and your thoughts. Be right back, katedallyradio.com. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. God bless America. Yeah, never in that song did I ever hear a word about parties. <laughs> uh, so back here with you with Dr. Duke Pesta, who is uh, nice enough to join me on a Tuesday. I was out yesterday, so is Milty. Milty's not with us today. Um, hopefully he'll be back on Thursday. And I'm so grateful to have Dr. Duke from the Dr. Duke Show with me this in this hour. You can call up 888-673-1450. We'd love to get your thoughts on this. 888-673-1450. A lot of people get mad at me for beating up on the Republicans as much as I do the Democrats. What's funny is, is you know how I feel about liberal 
uh, globalists, okay, which has really become the Democrat Party now and um, really overtaken that. And it's so anti-American at this point um, and setting out to destroy the nation. And then you have a party that isn't necessarily is, is destroying it in some ways but not as actively and as intentionally as the globalist clan. You've got a lot of rhinos in the Republican Party trying to do that. And then you also have no resistance whatsoever um, for this anti-American takeover. So which party's worse? Well, both of them. <laughs> both of them. Yeah, are. I mean, honestly, you don't expect we've come to expect nothing yes. from the Democrats. Right. And so it's at this point, you know what you're getting. Uh-huh. But when your local guy running for Congress looks you in the eye and tells you one thing and gets to Washington and then becomes part of what everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, at le- I can say this, at least the Democrats are transparent and consistent in what they do. <laughs> yeah, they're consistent in being anti-American. Exactly. I mean, everything what, what, they stand for is now anti-American. And so and what what exactly is it that the Republicans consistent about at all? Yeah, because they're what, what not they con- as intentionally and as aggressively trying to save the country. Mm-mm. So you've got people standing there and and telling and giving us excuse after excuse. And when the um, when they had power in the House, the Senate and the presidency, I've said this many times on the show, when we had the power, they still used the minority as the scapegoat for why they didn't want to put a bill through. Well, those Democrats will vote against it. They didn't have that. They didn't have that uh, majority. But they still use them as the scapegoat. And that's why I'm saying it's such a bait and switch. And that's what I said, started mm-hmm. to say earlier. That that's, that's what's so maddening about this. I really do think Republican operatives in Washington think that the, the sweet spot for Republicans is to own one of the three houses of, of, of uh, branches of government. Yeah. They seriously don't want to have all of it. They don't want to have the presidency, the uh, Senate and the House, because then they actually have to produce. I think the perfect place for Republicans at state level, too, is to be constantly fundraising against what the Democrats are doing, not wanting to fix it, not wanting to become the majority, mm-hmm. but perfectly content to raise bundles and bundles of cash to always have the perpetual argument, well, we would have fixed it, but we did, we just didn't win enough. <laughs> yeah, just work harder, like vote harder. Give, it, look, <laughs> give us twice as much money right. next two more years, and then we'll really show them. Yes, and I, I wanted to comment, too, on the Brunson deal. So the Brunson case was a citizen that was going after 388 members of the Senate, the Congress, and the presidency, um, including King Fraudalot, to say you violated your oath of office when you denied an investigation. You literally said no to an investigation into voter fraud. It was, it was an investigation into it. It wasn't going to put Trump back in office. It wasn't about any of that, except for the fact that they denied the investigation, okay? And what they what they did with that successfully today or, or this week yesterday was they came back, even though word on the street was they actually were going to move forward with it. They reached out to Brunson to try to get the case on the docket. They got it on the docket to hear it and in the preliminary meeting. And then they denied it. Why did they do all that? What was that about? What kind of circus were they promoting? They were promoting the fact that 
you as citizen, they don't want to turn it into you as citizen having any power to do anything. What they turned it into in the press and in Newsweek and everywhere else was, oh, this is party against party, as if the Republican Party was the one that took this to court. That's not the deal. It was a citizen. Okay. And it actually had nothing to do with parties as much as it had to just do with the oath. So what they did was they turned it into, oh, well, the Democrats can weaponize or the Republicans can weaponize with this in the future. That's not what that case was about. So they turned it into something totally different and playing the sides again. Okay. And that's one of the biggest problems with that is that they've turned it into a narrative that wasn't. And they've switched the narrative on everybody and they turned the case into something it was not. Um, you guys can call up 888 673 1450 because they don't want to identify that a citizen has any power to take anybody to court for violating their oath. Who else is going to hear that if the Supreme Court doesn't hear it? <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous, right? That means we have zero recourse? Oh, good grief. Yeah, no, you are 100% correct. And it shows you, I, we, I was kind of joking with you in the mm-hmm. break, mm-hmm. that as, as conservatives 10 years ago, remember we were all griping 10, 12 years ago, how the courts were legislating away the Constitution, mm-hmm. that the courts were undermining constitutional values. Who would have thought that just one decade later, the only place in the country where you have somebody at least occasionally defaulting to the constitution now is the courts. I mean, they, they used to be the biggest problem we had. The Democrats were remaking this country through the courts. Mm -hmm. And just one decade later, the courts, what's left of the court system, what's left of it. And the Supreme court is still a a, a small majority, majority, but a small Mm -hmm. majority is still trying to determine what to do based on the constitution. I I would never have imagined that 10 years ago, the, the court would be our last best recourse. Yeah. But then look what they just did to the Brenton case. They hurried it along to deny it and then do it under a false pretense and making it out to be something it's not. What in the world are they doing? So, so yeah, that was, it's interesting for sure. Why didn't they just let it fail in the lower courts? I don't know. Why did they reach out? Because they obviously wanted to send a message. So that message sent, Um, you know, you citizen, um, you know, are powerless. You have no recourse. But you know what, though? Here's the here's the secret. We do have power and we have to figure out ways then to beat this government heavy system of people that are working together to absolutely take this country. And so we as a people are the only ones that are going to solve this party politics relies on you and I thinking the tribe's going to do it at any at any given time the tribe's going to be good to you and 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 replace some of that liberty they took not one ounce of liberty that's been taken has been restored not once not name something I don't think anyone in this audience can nothing's been restored correct no you're right and whenever we have these conversations we haven't taken a lot of calls but uh you know i i would i I would love to hear somebody defend the republican party but they never do i mean because they're really indefensible other than to say they're better than what the opposition is which okay uh, that's like saying Mm -hmm. a getting bit by a great white shark isn't quite as bad as getting bit by a uh, a killer whale or vice uh, vice Mm -hmm. versa it's enough to kill you either way uh but I, i i and when I look up, look across nationally, mm-hmm. I, I don't see anybody right. big, being able to articulate what exactly it is about the Republican Party that they actually stand for anymore or That's that they're so willing true. to go to the wall for. So true. 
So true. 888-673-1450. You can certainly get in on this. And what is the power of the people? Look at the little things we're able to do as people. Number one, um, pastor uh, reading hour is now become a national hit. And people are lining up for, um, for different kinds of hours and not for the drag queen hour, okay, across the nation. Here's another one. Great American Family, that new network, is getting a lot of praise and applause. Um, whereas Hallmark became so woke, everyone's saying, no to Hallmark. We, As a people, we have the ability to shift focus and to start getting behind things that represent the majority of us, okay? If we could do this with politics, we'd be so much even better off. But but look at look at when, um, when we have all of these ridiculous athletes taking a knee, right, against the country. Yet, we had people taking a knee in prayer when DeMar was on the ground. There are signs that people, that there are a still an amount of the majority of people out there that can make a difference. We still have the ability to make a difference. That's the point. We don't need to buy into tribal politics. And I think Washington, D.C., that's all it is. You've only got the appearance, the appearance let me say it again, the appearance of tribes. That way you get on board that train, put all your faith and hope in that. But as a people, we're doing things and we're shifting culture back in some ways, culture-wise, not politics-wise, but just culture-wise. Can you imagine what we could do if we had, if we understood what we could do politically and start putting, start just going with your conscience, stop voting the parties, take the power away from the parties and stop this nonsense because this is a train we can't stop let's uh unless we do it ourselves let's take a co- quick call go right ahead caller go right ahead hi kate Dr. hi Pesta. hi just, go right I ahead i just wanted to answer your question why why what holds us to the republican party i think it's just the, the platform itself and the beliefs uh, if it wasn't for the platform there's no reason i'd even be with the party anymore yeah you the know, problem is they don't really they're not really following i was gonna it. say it's, it's just words i mean yeah. uh, at what point that's what makes me extra mad at the republicans not the democrats because they have a good platform they just don't follow it right they, they don't live to their they don't live right. to the platform at all anymore you yeah know, the new incomers you know i don't I, i'm seeing far less platform uh, support from our local Republican leaders. Yeah, thank you for that. Appreciate that. Yep. See, this is a problem, don't you think? This is the Republicans. <laughs> the Republicans have surrendered on school reform, yeah. ex- with exception of DeSantis in Florida. Right. They're fi- they, they're no longer fighting the battle. They they've real uh, trans. Uh, excuse me. Um, what a, the 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 kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Why can't I think of the word tra- Not the transgender. The the dancing, the oh, the um, the drag complete, queens, drag yes, queens? drag queens, the complete mm-hmm. brain freeze. Mm-hmm. So the, they've surrendered in all of this. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the schools are moving leftward at rapid mm-hmm. pace. They're completely dominated by Marxist left wing unions, and the Republican Party has nothing to say about it. They have nothing to say about voter fraud. They have nothing to say about lockdowns. They just all help get the <laughs> omnibus passed, right? Yeah, right. I mean, yep. and it, socialized it, it, medicine. They're both all aboard. Medicine, they're not stopping yeah. it. Yep. I mean, every, I can't think of a single issue in which you look at the Republican Party and say, OK, the border, what are they doing about the border? Nothing. Well, and as I said earlier, yeah, their, their argument is, is that we don't control the government. Right. Uh huh. 
Yep. So meanwhile, all that cheap labor comes in mm-hmm. for the, the Chamber of Commerce sellouts. Mm-hmm. And yep. uh, and all and, we, and the Republican Party isn't that stupid. They know that eight out of 10 of those voters in the future are going to vote for progressives. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So this very invasion on the southern border border is going to make the Republican Party 10 times more right. irrelevant in the next 10 years. But no big deal. Yep. Right. Let's take a quick call. Go ahead, caller. You got 30 seconds. Will do. Uh, first time that Donald Trump ran, mm-hmm. I downloaded the Republican Party um, uh, platform and uh-huh. everything that they wanted that they were running on. It was like close to 200 pages. Uh-huh. And I looked at it. I liked it. And that was the first Republican president I vote for. Interesting. And not I'm... one of those things actually ever came to fruition. Oh, so, sadly. Yeah. It, yeah, you know, you I get don't it. Don't do what they say. So. I get it. Thank you. And that's our biggest issue is we don't follow it. So we don't hold feet to the fire. We don't look at their records. We don't keep we keep voting these people in. And why do people do it? One of the biggest reasons is, and I'll address it quickly, is that you think that you can't get anywhere unless we're in a large number. So stay tribal because that large number, if we just get the House back, if we just get the Senate back, we can do all these things. The problem is, is that when you look back in history, we've never done anything when we had the power so what did you win bob you won nothing you get the win but you don't actually get anything for the win that's our problem my final final comment is this harder much harder to find than even than a a consistent and courageous republican you know it's harder to find that you think that would be the hardest thing to find harder to find than a, a courageous republican candidate or politician is a republican who can actually explain why they should vote for republicans yeah no, that's even more. And look at this show. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 we, it's it's almost impossible to find somebody to mm-hmm. seriously. Um, yeah. I'm, talk, I'm not talking about pundits or talk shows. I'm talking about voters to find a, a voter who's willing to get on the phone and say, hey, this is why. Yeah. Regardless of of the other stuff, I still support mm-hmm. them. Nobody has that attitude. Right. It's all about and- it, it, the, the lesser of two mm-hmm. evils. Yep. And we're not trying to put down the Republican Party to strengthen the leftists. That's not what we're doing. The majority of the country is actually conservative. The majority of the country is actually Republican, believe it or not. And so here's the problem. If Well, here's the good news. If we can get people to understand the facade, if we can get them to see it, the majority of the country could change this country back. Right? But we, but we have such a tough time doing that as a populace. So, Dr. Pesta, thank you. Appreciate thank you. you. Love it. Tough conversation. Thank you. And, of course, uh, be faithful, be fearless, be back uh, tomorrow. And um, I know it's a hard conversation to have. It's just that we are the majority of the country. If we can remove the blinders, if we can remove the facade, the bait and switch, we could actually be powerful enough to control the outcome of this country. Go to katedallyradio.com. Thanks, you guys.